The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. TFA fam, welcome back in. Welcome back to the show. We are on to rookie season here on YouTube. So we are excited for that. Yeah. We are turning the page on the 2021 season. Over. Done. So today, we you know, we we've, typically would start with the quarterback, but the, the quarterback position is an absolute dumpster fire this year. Uh, not a great year for the quarterback position. It's all over the place where everybody's at. So we decided to start with the running back position, and we are going to go over basically our top 10 running backs for as of now. This is pre-combine. Pre-combine. So everything is going to change uh, once we get combine numbers, see where these guys come in athletically, where they test, uh, you know, how big they are, stuff like that. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, obviously, I think for most people, these these top couple of names are going to be pretty consistent for everybody. You're going to have some guys that have some hot takes, but for the most part, these guys are going to be your top running backs. And starting off, let's talk about Brees Hall from Iowa State. 6'1", 215. 20 years old, one of the younger running backs in this class, a 39.3 dominator rating, average 5.6 yards per carry and a 7.2% college target share over his career. Uh, this past season, uh, 2021, 1,400 rushing yards, 36 receptions, uh, 302 uh, receiving yards, 23 total touchdowns. Listen, he is a uh, athletic guy. Uh, he, he he claims he's going to uh, run a, a sub four th- or a four three. We will see on that. And he is not somebody that whenever you look at on on, on tape, that it really pops off that like he is going to be that guy. But at his size, if he's able to even run a four four, I think that is very very good for him. And uh, to me, when I when I when I watched him and looking at him, excellent he has excellent contact balance. Uh, I think uh, he did uh, run behind a very terrible offensive line, so to still be able to produce the numbers he did behind that bad offensive line, I think uh, is good for him. And he's also a pretty solid pass catcher, so has the ability to be that three down running back. But I, I like Brees Hall; he is my RB one for me. There are other people who will have a little bit different there, maybe an Isaiah Spiller there, but for me, Brees Hall is just kind of the total package. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I said this on the podcast that we did with Christian. I, I feel like this class, the running back class is a lot of like David Montgomery's. And I don't mean that in a bad way either. Just like David Montgomery, super solid at everything, not elite at any one thing. That's kind of what I, I think this class is. So I feel the same way about Brees Hall. When it comes to production profile, you're probably not going to find a better running back in this class in terms of his production profile. Has a the prototypical size of the position as well, 6'1", 220. So there's really not, there's nothing to not like, except he's just missing that one, like, elite trait again really good at everything but not necessarily elite at any one thing and if you don't have Brees Hall as your RB1 he comes out and he does run let's say like a 4-4 don't move him because of that because Kev like you were saying I don't see that speed on film either he dances around a little a little much the next guy we're going to talk about I think gets in and out of his breaks a little bit better like whenever you see Brees Hall dance around and kind of like make his cuts like he doesn't have that pop in and out of them so 
he's he's still going to be in the running there for me. I have a, a tier one of running backs, and that's Hall. The next guy we're going to talk about, Isaiah Spiller, and then uh, the guy after that. But The only thing I'll say about Brees Hall is uh, he was explosive. He had 22 carries at 15-plus yards, seventh most among this class. And he also uh, had 74 missed tackles uh, forced, which was also seventh in this class. He was 28th in yards after contact with 723. So those uh, you know advanced metrics, uh, some of those he really checked the box. And just show a little bit of explosiveness with that uh, you know 22 carries at 15-plus yards. So go ahead and move on to Isaiah Spiller out of Texas. A&M. Also, big running back, 6'1", 225. He is the youngest running back in this class, uh, 20.4 right now. I mean, he will still be uh, – he does not turn 21, I think, until right until the NFL season begins. So he will – for the most of this year, I mean, he is a 20-year-old running back coming out early. You know, there are some concerns about his, uh, you know, his production profile. But uh, I think there are a few things to like here. But uh, last year, 179 carries, 1,011 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, did have 25 receptions for 189 yards. Uh, uh, you know, looking at a little bit of his advanced metric, he had 18 carries of 15-plus yards, which is 16th most among this class, 56 missed tackles forced, which is 18th among all college running backs, and a 3.6 yards after contact per attempt. He was splitting time uh, at Texas A&M, but... Isaiah Spiller is a guy that a lot of people absolutely love, and there are people that have him as their RB1 in this class. Uh, Cody, what what were you most impressed with him? Uh, I think he's very versatile, solid in the passing game. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, I think him and Hall are very, very similar to me. Like, I, There's really not a lot that, that separates them outside of Reese Hall just having the, the, the better overall production profile because, like you said, Spiller has been splitting touches and carries in that backfield more often than Hall has. But the thing that I like about him, like I just I was just mentioning, is the fact that going in and out of his cuts, he definitely does have that better speed, that better explosiveness going in and out. He doesn't seem to dance around as much as Brees Hall does. Like I said, very, very similar. These are going to be the top two, top three names. Yeah, and so I, I think these two are very similar um, in terms of that. And, we'll have to say, and I think these are both guys that are probably day two picks, early day two picks uh, yeah. for both teams. I don't think there's a running back in this class that's going to go in the first round. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody shoots up. And like I said, if Brees Hall runs a 4-3, I don't know. Maybe it's possible he goes to the back end of the first. But I don't see it. I hopefully don't. We, we shouldn't see running backs go in the first round of any NFL draft. But that's a conversation for a different day. Let's go ahead and jump on to the next guy on the list, and that's Kenneth Walker of Michigan State. Somebody that really burst on the scene. Kind of like Javante Williams in that way, right? Javante Williams didn't really do a whole lot prior to, and then all of a sudden goes off and has a monster, a monster final season at North Carolina, where you have Kenneth Walker transfer to Michigan State um, last season. But he he comes in at 5'10", 206. And for me, that's like a little – like for somebody with his profile who does not catch passes – I have a problem with that because, like, he's not a big grinder back. Like, you know, he's not a big power back. That's not what he is. I mean, he's he is uh, 206, and so that is a problem. However, his advanced metrics jump off the page. I mean, he is he was first in yards after contact, sixth in uh, yards after contact per attempt, which is impressive for somebody that has that many carries. 89 missed tackles forced, which is first among all running backs, and 30 carries of 15-plus yards as well. So – he was super impressive, and so uh, in terms of his advanced metrics. But the problem is, I think there's a lot to like with him. Uh, he explodes through, you know, the, you know, creases whenever he gets an opportunity. He had 20 plus uh, carries in six games this year, so he is somebody that can handle a heavy workload. Showed some power, some elusiveness, but. 
The problem is the cons are he didn't catch any passes. So can he be a, a productive pass catcher? Yes, we've talked about it before that we've seen running backs who are not utilized as a pass catcher in college that were able to go on and do that. Leonard Fournette being one that comes to mind who didn't catch any passes at LSU. And as we've seen over the years, has really developed into a really strong pass catcher. But one problem that I do have is this dude wants absolutely no part of, of pass pro. None. Zero. Zilch. He does not He does not want it. He is not good at it. And that is a big problem for the NFL because a lot of these teams, teams have to be able to trust you in pass protection. And a guy who, if he isn't great as a pass catcher and isn't good as a pass protector, he's going to have a problem, right? He only has 18 career catches in, in, in his career. So that's my one red flag with him is, is he a better pass catcher than, than, than he is? But we're not really going to truly know that. Right, obviously, until he lands on a team and you know, a team's give him an opportunity to do so. So that that's kind of the one red flag for me with Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, but the the instances, at least where I saw on the the couple of games that I watched of him when he was throwing the ball, like he he, he had good form, right? He wasn't letting it come into his body. He was catching it with his hands. It, it, it's one of those things like we just won't really know. Is it? Is it a case of they didn't trust him in the passing game, or is it a case of they just didn't utilize him there for for whatever reason? If he gets the like similar draft capital and ends up in a better spot, I'm probably gonna have Walker as my RB one. To be honest, um, I, he's more explosive, more athletic than than those other guys are. You're talking about he he's listed at 206, 210, depending on where you're looking. But he doesn't. He doesn't play small. He'll lower his shoulder. He can run through guys. Uh, his yards after contact this year was bonkers. So the, the the size doesn't necessarily bother me all that much. And we've truly been seeing a lot of running backs for fantasy purposes that have been in that two oh six to two twelve kind of range who have done completely fine. I mean, you're looking at. I think Camaro was more along the lines of like two fifteen. We're still looking at, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey was on the light on on a lighter side. So we we don't quote unquote need to have these two hundred twenty pound running backs. Like would we all prefer that? Absolutely, but it doesn't bother me as much as it would have a, a couple years ago. So I I really like Kenneth Walker for for everything that I said. So speaking of the combine too, uh, because I think some of the stuff is going to shake some stuff out a little bit. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And the next guy we're going to talk about, I really want to see his combine. And that's Kyron Williams, right, from Notre Dame. He has all of the uh, the things that we kind of talk about even uh, with – I could see myself moving him ahead of a Kenneth Walker or even somebody like an Isaiah Spiller or something like that. But I want to know what, what his size is because right now he is listed, depending on where you look, at 5'9", 195. Some other places have him at 199. Is – Somebody that really impressed me by watching this guy uh, this past year, 204 carries, 1,000 rushing yards, 17 total touchdowns, 42 receptions. You absolutely love to see that. 359 receiving yards with a 10.8% target share in that offense. He wasn't incredibly efficient, 757 yards after contact, which is 22nd, 28th in uh, 
on a per attempt basis. 58 missed tackles, four, which is 15th. And nine carries of 15-plus yards, which is a little surprising to me. And then 1.47 yards per out run, which is 26th among all running backs. One thing that really stood out, he is an excellent pass blocker, excellent pass catcher. So that is going to be huge for him. But the difference between him is going to be where he comes in or where teams may possibly view him. I think right out the gate, I think he's already somebody that, that's going to be a terrific in PPR formats, fantasy circles, somebody that we can look at that, you know, as, as a terrific pass catching running back. But can he get to that level where he is a third down running back or is he, or past that where he could be an every down back? Now, we've seen some uh, exceptions to the rules. Uh, Austin Eckler's not a big guy. You know, he has been able to carve out a role. You know, a guy like Aaron Jones, uh, not, a, not necessarily the biggest guy to me. But if he comes in at like 190 or something like that, then we're going to have a problem. But if he comes in and comes in right around 200, I think I can see myself moving him up because there's a lot to like with Kyron Williams. And so, again, Kyron Williams is like kind of this wild card for me where I just need more information. I need to see what he does in the combine because if he comes out and, and, and is bigger than what, what he's listed or even right around where he's at, I think I'm going to like him a little bit more and I can see myself moving up a little bit further. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you with, with Williams as well. I was surprised to see that he was only listed, like you said, 195, 199, depending on where you're looking, because he does not play like that, man. He has some nasty stiff arms. You mentioned his his ability as a pass blocker. He'll run over guys. He runs through tackles and everything else as well. So like you said, curious to see where he comes in at, which is just, it's so funny too, like, it would just make us feel better, right? Like if he came in at like two hundred three, like just like just above two hundred, like sub two hundred, like it's it's hard to like feel like all in on someone. But if he can just like put on four pounds between you know, I mean, between the 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 end of the season and by the time he gets to the combine, it would it would just make us feel better in in fantasy football circles. But yeah, he handled back to back two hundred carry seasons. Like I said, not afraid of contact either. So, you know, the the reception numbers you mentioned, 42 this past year, 35 uh, the the year before. So I, I'm a big fan of Kyron Williams. Really looking forward to see, you know, again, his combine and his draft stock as well. Let's keep it moving here. Uh, the next guy on our list that we have to talk about is Tyler Algier out of BYU. And this guy is a ton of fun to watch. 5'11", 220, 21 years old. Uh, has rushed for over a thousand yards each of the last two seasons. Very productive in 2020. Had 150 uh, carries, 1100 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns, 14 receptions, 174 receiving yards. And in 2021, 276 carries, 1600 rushing yards, 23 total touchdowns, 28 receptions, 200 yards, and a 10 percent target share. Again, another guy that really wowed in the advanced metrics. Second in yards after contact. Tenth in yards after contact per attempt. Sixth in uh, missed tackles force and 12th in uh, carries of 20 plus yards. This guy has excellent vision. It shows up on tape every time you watch him. He's an absolute tank, freak of an athlete, outstanding in pass protection, more than capable pass catcher. I think one thing, I mean, if you want to call it a con, but one thing that should be mentioned is he did run behind an absolute excellent offensive line at BYU. So that obviously helped him. But this guy is a former linebacker turned running back and it shows like it shows in the way that he runs uh he he is looking for contact he will run through you he is just somebody 511 220 that is a lot of fun to watch and i think could be an absolute weapon in the nfl three down running back so i love tyler algier i was thinking about i i almost put him higher than this on this list He's somebody that's kind of gaining some momentum in the fantasy circles and stuff like that. But we'll have to see if this, if this is a guy that 
the NFL agrees as much as with the fantasy community because sometimes there are guys that we do like that end up the NFL does not agree as much. But everything is absolutely there for them athletically. Uh, this could be a guy that I definitely think that I would expect to probably come in and run a 4-4. Um, and especially at his size, 5'11", 220, that is something you're looking for. More than capable pass catcher. So he checks every single box for me of what I'm looking for you know, in a fantasy running back. Yeah, this is a, the fun thing about watching watching tape and also the reason why I understand why some people only want to look at the analytics because we can watch the same player same game same play and come away with two different things not that I'm that far off of where you are because he's he's a little bit lower than five for me just slightly I have him at I have him at six but I, I didn't see the the freak athleticism I thought he was good athletically you know especially at his size he has that prototypical build like if you're going to make a running back in a lab, like 5'11", 220 is basically going to be the standard, right? I just thought he needed a little bit of a runway to like really get going. He doesn't have great acceleration. But again, at that size, it, it's it's more than enough. Like he's not limited by his athleticism, but I just didn't see. And you're not the only one. I've seen other people talk about him being, you know, freakish athletically as well. And like, I just like, maybe I'm not watching the right games, but his athleticism didn't pop off. It's not a, it's not a hindrance to him. It's not going to, you know, make him slip from, you know, a potential day two selection to a round six kind of pick, but um, you know, good enough athletically, but I, I, I didn't see the, the freakish athleticism. And he kind of reminds me, you brought up Leonard Fournette and, you know, in college, but as a pro, he reminds me in the passing game of him, right? He like, he's not doing a ton in terms of his like route running or anything like that. But if you give the dude 80 targets, he's going to get you 60 catches. Like he's, He's a he's not necessarily an asset or someone you're going to feature in the passing game. But if you give him the targets, he can be a good asset for us in PPR formats. So with that being said, let's. Uh, all right. And with that, that's the end of part one. I appreciate everybody checking it out. If you are early here, part two should be coming out within the next day or two. If it's been past that, you can check out the, the pinned comment down below. And part two of this video where we'll have running back six through ten. Uh, available there. We just wanted to break this up a little bit, make it a little bit easier, digestible for everybody. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody checking it out. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you have future content. we got a ton more content coming. Wide receivers will be following this. We'll be doing some rookie mock drafts, um, super flex, regular drafts, uh, one court, one QB. So ton of new content, player profiles, whatever you're looking for, we're going to have it along with some free agent coverage as, as we get closer to free agency. So appreciate everybody checking it out. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.